Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Father God, we thank you for watching of us as we sleep at night. We thank you for allowing us to see another day. Father God, as we partake in your word, whether we're reading the devotion or, or, or reading the Bible, Father God, we ask you to give us understanding. We ask you to help us apply it to our life. We ask you to help us be hearers and doers, Father God. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So today's key verse is 2 Corinthians 3.18. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. Subject, removing the veil. Affirmations. Um, I'm going to say it or pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I am free. I'm looking to Jesus. I'm carrying my cross. I'm wonderfully made. Sometimes they say people can't change. They say people stay the same and they will always be who they are. A cheater is always a cheer. A liar is always a liar. With God, those things aren't true. As we spend time with God and give ourselves to him and we become more aware that he's around and in our life, we become transformed. But transformed heart doesn't just start immediately. Sometimes change happens slowly. Are you aware of his goodness? Are you aware that he had what he has or has done for you? In the verse today, it tells us we had a veil over our eyes and the Lord slowly took it away. From every progress we have made, be it big or small, it's progress. And God isn't rushing us to the finish line or to complete everything at one time. He knows we are different. So as we as he lifts this veil, he desires us to accept where we are and work from there. Yes, days will be long and hard, but where we are, we must be grateful for it all. Second Corinthians 4 and 4, the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is in the image of God. The veil is explained in this verse as blindness, which is the same. The God of the things of this world has us so blinded, making us think what is happening is okay and it isn't. The God of this world makes us believe that wanting and doing what is of the flesh, the wants is okay and seeking peace through other outlets is okay and it's not, my friends. The things of this world, the lust of the flesh isn't okay. We must endure a level of discomfort until our spirit understands that we are choosing God. Sometimes discomfort can feel like sadness and depression, but our body, our flesh is only feeling this way because our flesh is no longer gratified. Every day we must ask the Lord to help us to kill our flesh. Verse 16, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. It says here that when we turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Because when we are turning to the Lord, we are no longer seeking the flesh. We are seeking the Lord. And then the Lord can give us to the truth. While we are walking in sin, we don't know the truth. We don't think we do. But we don't. We think we do, but we don't. But the very moment we take ourselves and place it at God's feet, we are then living in the light of God. Verse 15. Yes, even today. When they read Moses' writing, their hearts are covered with that veil, and they do not understand. I know we are looking at this verse backwards, but to stay with the Holy Spirit as he speaks to you through these verses. He's saying even as they read the verses of Moses, they are still under a veil because just because we read God's word every day doesn't mean we are changed. Just because we say the words don't show and commit 
just because we say the words don't show and commit to change because we can read and still not grow. We can read and not accept what the word Lord is trying to show us because the enemy still wants us deaf to this Holy Spirit. Because when we become deaf, we are no longer care, caring what the Holy Spirit have to say. We care about what the flesh wants. The Holy Spirit is telling us today to let go of the veil that this world, that let go of the veil that this word of God is saying that, saying that it's, it's not okay and to turn away and seek him. We aren't seeking him anymore. We are seeking a good time. We are seeking the bars. We are seeking vacation time. We are seeking for a man or a woman, but we aren't seeking God. We have to let go of the ideal that we don't need Jesus. And we assume that if we have other conference, we don't need God. But friends, God is truly what we need. All these things can't lift the veil. These other things can't place us in the light and can't cure depression and regret that we have. But until we submit to him, we will continue to do anxiety and depression and trauma because a good time can't cure that. Today, ask God to help you lift the veil. We can't do it on our own. We can't change, but God can help us. Seeking Christ can help us during the things of the spirit can help us. But as long as we are meddling in the things of the flesh, the veil will remain. The Holy Spirit is looking for people that want to break free from the sadness and depression. He's looking for people that are tired of feeling broken. The Holy Spirit is looking for people that will pray and seek his face. His word says he's going to bless those who seek him day and night. If you're not seeking him, if you're not calling upon the name of the Lord, brothers and sisters, I advise you to start prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We thank you for being a way maker, a healer. We thank you for, for the endless love. Lord, help us to submit to you so the veil can be lifted. Help us to submit to you our, our bad habits. Lord, we know you can change us. We, we know you can move us dead away. Lord, we surrender to you to help us to pick up the cross and focus on you. Lord, we ask that you remove the veil. Give us ears to hear. Don't let us go deaf, Lord. Lord, we give you everything in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is removing the veil. I'll give everyone a few moments to get their Bible. Removing the veil. As the verse said today is that, um, so all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. We all have a veil over our eyes when we're in the world. And a lot of times we don't see this veil. We don't know about this veil. And the veil sounds odd. I remember being in the world and my mom said, she's, I'm praying that God takes the blinders off your eyes. Just like that. And I'm like, oh goodness. I would literally stay away from the house because she said it so much. And as I got into my word, when I gave my life to Christ, I realized what she was saying. That it's a blinder on our eyes when we participate in the things of the world. The Holy Spirit gave me a vision one time of people having deep smut over their eyes. And that smut wasn't removed because they was walking around blinded. And they had spirit, different ones that I've seen in the spirit realm had spirits attached to them. And they had these smuts over their eyes because they allowed the things of the world to lead them. And it was walking blindly, running into things, just walking loosely. When we walking in darkness, that's how we are. We're running into everything. We're running blindly. But when we walk in the Lord, the smut comes off. 
the veil comes off and our eyes are open. But it's not, it's not until we stop meddling. We, we, you even have some people now that meddles into the things of the world and they, they don't understand the Bible. They think what they do is right and they think the things of the, of the world is, they think both of them is okay because they're lukewarm. They, they, they're lukewarm. That's what it is. So they think the things of the world is okay. And they think the things of God is okay. And they're like, yeah, I'm cool with Jesus. Yeah, he's my dog. I've heard people say that. But then when you look at their life, their life is upside down. It's chaotic. Because they don't, they love him. They love the ideal of loving him. But they don't love his law. Because it says in the Bible that if we love him, we do what he says. And if we don't do what he says and we say that we do, we're a liar. And the truth is not in us. So we have to learn that we either for him or against him. And when you're walking with the veil over your eyes, you are against God. And you will hear people say, I'm for God. And you're not. You're not. Another verse that we went over is 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. It says, the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. The God of this age, that is anything that's not of God. Your phone can blind you where you won't under, you won't have the passion to even pick up your word. Your your video games, your Netflix, your Hulu, uh, shopping, family, friends that, that are of the world. These things can keep you where you're not, where you're blinded by what you're doing you're blinded you, you can't see past it the word of god says the god of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers they it blinds you because in your mind you're like oh it's just a phone i'm okay i just spent 10 minutes i have done this i will say i'm spending 10 minutes if i don't set a time i'm gonna spend 10 minutes i want to spend 15 or 20 because the the phone can cause you to be distracted with the things that you must do we must take we must take the time to place those phones to the side. I even have had where I was like, oh, I'm just gonna watch one episode on Netflix. And why I'm watching two and three. Because it's a distraction. These things were created, the God of this world, it was created to cause us to be blinded. Even us as believers, it causes us to be blinded. Even though it says unbelievers, we are get blinded too. Us as Christians get blinded. Because sometimes we can't see past a certain sin because we know that's a sin that we have in our heart that we want to do. So we don't see any wrong with it. No, we won't see any wrong in what the sin that we're committing or the sin that we desire to commit. We won't see any wrong in it because we are looking at the the, the Bible half. We look at it in half. Well, uh, it's okay. Everybody has a sin. Yeah, everybody has a sin, but doesn't mean we have to walk in that sin. I've been told that too. Well, everybody has a sin. Yeah, everybody has a sin, but doesn't mean you have to submit to that sin. When you meddle in it, you're submitting to it. When you go out and think about it and, and, and wrestle it up in your mind, what you want to do and you almost do it, you're sinning. Because it's almost like the, the Bible verse that says that when you look at a woman, you look at her, if you're looking at her in any kind of other way, you're looking at her in lust, you sin. It's the same thing. We must get our mind right. We must ask God to renew our mind. That's why I say in the, in the noonday prayer, please ask God to renew your mind. Because when God renews our mind, when God tells us how to live, when we follow the will of God, when we walk in the light of God, it becomes easy. Because the flesh dies. 
That's why you have to read your word every day because the flesh dies. That's why you must meditate. The flesh dies. That's why you must pray. The flesh dies. Because have you ever noticed that when you pray, you get very antsy. You, you can't stay that long. Oh, I did a 10-minute prayer. I did a five-minute prayer. That was okay when you was a babe in Christ. But when you don't steak and potatoes, you need to be in the prayer closet at least 45 minutes. And this one like, well, you can't dictate to me about what time I, I can... I can stay in the closet, sister. You can't tell me what to do with my time. No, I can't. But what I'm telling you is that the reason why you're not growing in God is because you're still doing 10-minute prayers and you're okay with it. You're still doing five-minute prayers and you're okay with it. Not so. Well, my schedule is just busy, but you're on the phone. If you can be on the phone, your schedule can be clear. If you're out playing video games, your schedule can be clear. If you're watching TikTok, Instagram, YouTube Reels, you have time. You need to prioritize. Because I'm telling you, folks, I have been there, and I'm just going to be very transparent with you. When I gave my life to God, I was on the straight and narrow, and then I slipped back. I was on straight and narrow, and then I slipped back. I didn't slip back into drinking. I didn't. I just did less. And I noticed when I did less in my praying, something changed. When I did less in my meditating, something changed. It's either all or nothing. Just like the Nike says, sign says, just do it. Because when you give less of yourself, you get less. When you give more of yourself, you get more power. We have to learn to realize that we was once unbelievers and it's easy to slip back into that. It's easy to slip back into the unknown. It's easy to slip back into this mindset of thinking that I can do both. That's what happens. I can do both. Or it's okay, it's just a little liquor. Or it's okay, it's just a little joint. We have to understand we want to keep the veil off our eyes so we can see. Because the enemy wants us blind. If the enemy can keep us blind, he will be content. We must fight against what he wants to do. Another verse that we looked at says, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Wherever we turn to the Lord and we stop slipping and sliding on the slippery slope of, of our flesh, and we fully submit to God, the veil is removed. That's why it says, the Bible says, don't put your hand to the ply and look back. Because it's people that knows the truth and they look back and they go back to their old lifestyle and they go back to doing old things because they feel like, oh, I can do both. It's okay. A lot of people can do both. No, we can't. That's why we have uh, Christians now that think it's okay to be this way and it's okay to be that way on Sunday. It is not. Oh, it's okay. I can do what I want to do. I'm, I'm YOLOing it. No. When you're of God, you don't YOLO anything. You follow his will. We have to follow the will of God. Another uh, thing that the Holy Spirit wanted to concentrate on is that we aren't seeking him anymore. A lot of people aren't seeking him anymore. They aren't seeking their word they aren't seeking a time with him fasting. They're not seeking anything. They're seeking vacation time. They're seeking men and women. They're seeking time at the club. They're seeking anything else but God. And we even have the church. They're seeking money, but they're not seeking saving someone's soul. And on this podcast, you're going to, uh, the Holy Spirit wants me to teach everyone about how to build a relationship with God and how to stay on fire. For him, And the only way to stay on fire for God is constant communication with him and reading our word. 
Because the very moment we give the devil an inch, he's going to take a whole yard. He doesn't play fair. You might say, oh, I'm just going to do a little bit of this. I'm going to do a little bit of that. The enemy is like, okay, once you do a little bit of this, I'm going to show you how much you're going to do. And you're going to be like, it happened so fast. I don't know what happened. My life changed so suddenly. Have you been reading your word? Have you been feeding your soul? Have you been giving time to God? Have you been really praying about who you are as a person and having him to show you what you need to change? I had a conversation with him the other night. I said, Heavenly Father, show me what I need to change. What I need to change. He showed me. He showed me immediately. I said, Father God, I've been working on it, but I need you to help me work on it because I've done everything I can and I can't do it without you. And we can't, we can't walk this walk without him. We cannot change without him. We cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit. So those of you that are struggling with uh, same-sex attraction, those of you that are struggling with liquor, those of you that are struggling with addiction, those of you that are struggling with lustful eyes, those of you that are struggling with watching corn and, and all this other stuff, give yourself to God. And he will change you. Give yourself fully to God. Fully read your word. Sit down. Get your word and pull it out, my friends. I can tell you this much, my friends. When I gave my life to God, I was so broken. So broken. And he changed me. He let me know that you need to spend time with me. He let me know that I need to read his word. He let me know that as long as I give my time, he'll give me what I need, which was love. Because I didn't feel loved. I needed love. And he'll give you what you need. If it's peace in your life, he'll give you peace. He'll give you peace that passes all understanding. If you need a financial, uh, financial, uh, I guess, gain in your life, uh, he can give you that. But he's going to give you the, what you need and not what you want. But we must be a people that also does, that doesn't just look at him as an ATM. We must look at him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But do we do that? Do we take time to read our word? Or do we say, oh, I got time. Do we sit there and pray? Oh, I got time. We don't have a whole lot of time, my friends. I'd be 36 this year. I never thought I would say that. Time goes by so fast and time is not kind. So start pulling out your word and reading it. Let's go to Romans 12 and 2. Romans 12 and 2. Um, let's see. I'm sorry to reach down and get my Bible. Okay, Romans 12 and 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Romans 12 and 2 in NIV, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. It tells us here, this is a classic verse. I'll, I think we have went over this before, but I don't know. But the word says, do not be conformed to this world. That means don't be like this world. 
Don't think that you have to do what this world is doing. Don't think you have to accept what this world is saying is okay and it's not. It says, but be transformed by renewing your mind. That means when you go to Christ in the morning and you say, God, renew my mind, you truly put an effort in to renew your mind. God says, yes, we have free will, but we must make an effort so we can change so then he can do the rest. But if we make no effort into our change, how do we supposed to do it? The word also says today is that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. When you walk in the light of God, you will learn his will because when you connect with him every morning, he will tell you exactly what your will, his will is for you. But if you're not connecting, you're not talking, you're not meditating, how will you learn the will of God? It says what is good and acceptable and perfect. When we walk in his will, it's acceptable, it's perfect. You don't have to worry about whether am I walking in the right light? Am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? You won't have to question a thing because you're walking in the will of God. People of God, if your soul is not saved and you're slipping and sliding on the slippery slopes of slopes of, of the flesh, I'm telling you now, heed the voice of God. He's saying change. He's saying give your life to him. He's saying read your word. He's saying that you're only depressed because you're not focusing on me. He's saying you only have a built-up anxiety because you, your mind is staying on other things. He says, if you give your burdens to me, I can help you. But he cannot help you if you're still meddling in the world. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. Second Corinthians 4 and 4. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the mind of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. I think we discussed this verse here, so we're going skip, to skip it because it's in the devotional. Colossians 3 and 10, if you have it, go to Colossians 3 and 10. Let me just read it off here. This is the NIV and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of the creator and have put on the new self. When we dedicate our lives to God and we fully give ourselves to God, we are putting on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge. We're being renewed in knowledge when we read the word of God after the image of the creator. When we read the word of God and we take it in, we begin to have a Christ-like mind. A Christ-like mind, and that's what we should seek for every day is having a Christ-like mind. So then if our mind is Christ-like, we stay on fire for him. And when we stay on fire for him, we'll read our word, we'll meditate and fast. Now, let me explain something. I'm not saying this is going to be easy because it's going to be some discomfort. You're going to be a little irritated. You're going to want to go do what you want to do. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. But when you truly love God and you want to truly change and you're seeking the things of the, of, of the light, it becomes easier. That's the babe stage that you're in. And you might say, no, I've been, <laughs> I've been known Christ for 30 years, girl. I'm not no babe. doesn't matter if you've been with Christ for 30 years. It matters how your actions been. It matters what you've been doing. It matters if you feed your soul. It matters if your lifestyle matches what the word of God says. Do you love everyone? Do you favor every, favor certain people? Do you meditate on God's word day and night? Do you pray? Do you worship? Do you go to church? Do you, these are things that you must answer. But if you've been 31 years 
just saying I am a Christian, I'm a Christian, you just have the label and you're not wearing you're not really wearing the new self. You're not. I'm sorry, the 32 years that you've been serving is just you've been serving 32 years blind. And that's the truth. We must get to the point where we accept the truth and move forward. We must accept the truth and move forward. If your lifestyle doesn't line up with the word of God, you need to start reading your word and, and surrender to God. 32 years mean nothing if you're not obeying God's word. 32 years mean nothing if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Stop being a Christian that wears the label and start being a Christian that wears the new self. Okay? Hope you all enjoyed this devotional. Some of you probably didn't, but this is what the truth of the Holy Spirit gave to me that I must give to you. On this podcast, you will learn how to build a relationship with him and how to stay on fire for God. This is what this podcast is. I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you, and I love you too. Have a blessed day. Thank you.